There is something I thought back to the other day. When I was a child, I expressed myself in many different ways. I was known for starring in small plays in this little theater center. I was a singer, writer, and competitive figure skater. There have been um, a few times in my life where I really suppressed that self-expression. Two of which were deeply important to me. I absolutely loved singing and figure skating. I was pretty well known in elementary school for having a voice. I I just owned it and I had no shame around it until for some stupid reason one of my teachers didn't let me sing for my sixth grade continuation and out of revenge I told myself I'd stop singing. And that 12 year old voice ran me for years and I wasn't as public about it anymore. Um, and with skating, skating, as, as, a, as a child, it was my primary focus because I was so genuinely in love with it. And when you're a child and you're not jaded yet, having a passion for something is probably the purest form of love you can experience. And I was pretty good at what I did. All that mattered to me was how much I loved it and how excited I was to have such a great coach taking me to more and more advanced levels of skating. But a point came in my childhood when I transferred from elementary school to middle school. A school filled with 800 kids. This was my first time feeling invisible. Uh, My friends weren't talking to me anymore. It seemed so much easier for them to make friends than it did for me. And, I mean, I was only 12. It It was really transitional and it was hard, but there was one friend who stuck by my side. And we both got really close because we really had each other's backs during that transition. And we hung out all the time. And I think what happens a lot of the time when you have a soul relationship in your life, you get really close when you're both going through something. And we were both going through a huge life transition. So we just came to be really close. But even though I had a good friend at that time, I still felt so invisible so powerless and resentful towards my friends uh, that I started developing this shadow around that. And anyone that knew me when I was a child knew that I was a very passionate figure skater. I was predominantly getting first place in my competitions and then after transitioning into middle school with all that stuff going on, I suddenly started to get jaded. This stuff that was happening, yeah, I it just, it really got to me. And I was getting last place more often in my competitions. And eventually, I just, I let failure defeat me and I chose to quit skating. 
it was so sad because I put so much of my worth in the eyes of others that I stopped myself from doing what I really loved. But something magical bloomed from that. And that was when I wanted to start acting on film. So, of course, as a child, I wasn't aware that I had this incredible desire to be seen. I mean, I was 13. I felt so invisible at school. I had this story that everyone hated me. And I just wanted some sort of power over that. So I thought that if I could move on from skating and be an actor, I could finally be seen. But this time, I wouldn't give up the way I gave up on skating. So fast forward 10 years later, I'm still doing it. I'm still acting. And in fact, I'm I'm letting myself express myself more than I ever have been in the past. And after working so hard through these stories that have been running me since I was 12, I finally let myself own my voice again. And um, I let myself self-express because holy fuck, I can't let myself go the rest of my life knowing that I have these gifts and passions and not letting myself actually do something with it. But you see, there... There is something that haunts me still. I still to this day have dreams of skating. And I wonder to myself, what could have honestly come of it if I chose to keep to keep going? What if I didn't let those fails competition failed competitions defeat me? And what if I trusted that I was really good at what I did? Because I was, and I knew that, and I still know that to this day, but I fucking quit on myself. I was so desperate to be seen that when I felt invisible, I just, I gave up on it all. It's always been hard for me to get back on the ice because I knew I'd miss it too much, and that competitive skater gets triggered in me whenever I'm on the ice. But it's obviously not the way it once was whenever I'd go back and just skate for the hell of it. You need to practice at least three times a week, if not every day, to be up to par in that sport. And it's been 10 years for me, but I moved on to acting, something that actually did not come as natural to me as figure skating. Acting was probably the hardest art form I had ever ventured into. Uh, But I kept at it very persistently and practiced it the way I, I once practiced skating. And that's why today I get so antsy when I'm not practicing my craft or, or getting trained consistently because like skating, I just, I cannot let myself give up on myself the way that I once did. And There's this quote I read by Irma Bombeck, and it said, When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left, and that I could say, I used everything you gave me. And 
I don't usually use the term God. I usually say like the universe or love or whatever. It's literally all the same thing. But that quote struck an emotional ass chord in me because as a kid, I was so fucking scared to take up space that for a long time, I didn't do anything with the talents that I knew I had. I wanted so badly to be seen, but I was so scared of it. And then I would get into my head about fame and attention and thought that in order to really be seen, I had to work all the way up to getting to that level in order to be considered a somebody because I just felt like such a nobody. And that story was running me throughout all of childhood. And I mean, if I'm going to be super real, like probably up until the last couple years. And I just felt that I had to be seen in that way in order to be considered as good at something. So, I mean, thinking like that will fucking stun you. And like stun you as in you won't be able to move if you get caught up in what other people think like you will get lost out there having this desire to be powerful is natural though we all still have those primal aspects about ourselves that want power in whatever way that speaks to you on my end i was very caught up in the vanity of coming in first place having people know my name, having it be all about me, 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 me. But it's okay to have that. Like, it's okay to have an ego. But it's about having a healthy relationship with your ego. So, I mean, I learned something very profound the other day from Caroline Miss. And she was talking about how our ego is the very first part of us that will go questing for our highest potential. So the first part of you that gets to your highest potential might be attached to glamour, it might be attached to fantasy, whatever, but your highest potential is actually a soul force that's beyond that. And and that's something that's very hard to articulate. And she She talks about power and how... Everything is a negotiation of power and it's literally, it's a part of all of us and power is instinctual. It's all about what can I have so that I, I can make it obvious that I have a self-esteem. Like what can I get to let people know that I have some sort of power so that people can know that I have enough esteem to protect me to protect myself so she was saying how you first go through the physical world of self-esteem but eventually you will evolve to need the next level of self-esteem which is this sense of meaning and purpose because material things just don't cut it forever and when she said this i'm about to tell you something this gave me fucking shivers okay Esteem at the physical level is your capacity to move around the world of stuff, but at a deeper level, you really want to experience your capacity to maneuver and choose within yourself 
the power to experience yourself. You want the power to experience yourself. Can I, can I say it one more time? Like, listen, listen. You want the power to experience yourself. It's beyond the material things. Those are just like an outward expression, reflection of, of your self-esteem. But what's, what we really fucking want is to experience who we really are. And I'm telling you this because I want to be a good friend and ask you or remind you that if you are genuinely drawn to something, how dare you give up on yourself? What good do you honestly think you are doing yourself by giving up on what you really want to do? On, on that thing that really lights you up, that really actually makes you feel alive? I mean... Glamour and money and attention is only one level of power, and it is a seductive force. But there really is something beyond that, and that's literally in how you feel about yourself. How dare you give up on what brings you to life? I I know that owning it can be scary. You know, like, I know that really owning who you are, owning your talents is scary as fuck. It's, 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 it makes you command the space. It makes you command the stage. And it makes you tell yourself, I fucking belong here. I know who I am. I deserve this. I'm good at what I do. And I know that. No one can tell me otherwise. And I also know that confronting the parts of you that do want the glamorous physical things can be shameful because, yo, hello, <laughs> I'm literally keeping myself in check all the time to not get too caught up in that shit. But I accept that power is a part of human nature. Seriously, read any of Robert Greene's books. The only person that would make that aspect of your mind wrong is you. But there are obviously deeper levels of power, and those levels are within ourselves. Like, it gives me fucking chills, so I'm going to say it again. You really want the power to experience yourself. That's where, that's where power, fulfilling power, long-lasting, lifetime power, it really fucking lies in how you are choosing to experience yourself. So go do that thing that you're so drawn to. If you told yourself you never want to pick up your instrument again for whatever fucking reason, have the courage to look yourself in the mirror and put that voice to the side. Don't avoid who you really are. All of these self-expressive things that we pick up, they're, they're just ways, they're tools to help us really experience ourselves in this lifetime and it's fucked like we find so many sneaky ways to avoid ourselves whether that's through going back to your ex that's disrespected you hundreds of times to not taking chances that you really wanted to these are all ways that we avoid looking ourselves in the mirror because dude it's scary to get what you want It's fucking scary to show the fuck up in a relationship. 
it's scary to give someone a chance. We don't know what's going to happen. It's scary to put in your full life force into your creative projects because it takes so much focused energy to see the results that we want to see. But time is passing anyways. You might as well do these things. Try your fucking best. Time is going to pass by anyway, so you might as well put your life force into it. Use the time you have to your advantage. It's your most precious asset. But I also want to remind you that owning who you are unapologetically can be a process. Because it is scary. So just be patient with yourself. Trust yourself and explore your mind, even the parts that are scary. I wish you so much love and personal power. Have a beautiful week.